Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that again yeah. this year. And maybe never. Oh, Great call from Ravs. One of the best tries you'll see uh, in the NRL. And uh, look, we've worked with Gary Belcher here on Sports Day. This bloke is our special guest right now. Sats played 183 NRL games for the Raiders, five Origins for the Blues, eight Tests for Australia. Member of the 1994 Kangaroo Tour, two NRL premierships, uh, 1994 with the Raiders and 2002 with the Roosters, and still my favourite Canberra fullback, mm. <laughs> Brett Mullins, joining us on Sports Day. Hey, Brett. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. How you going, Mullo? Where are you based these days? I'm in Belmont, Lake Macquarie. Um, so I've been up here about 20 years now, mate. So enjoying life. Yeah, nice. Now, now before we talk about your career, and you know, your dad, Bill, was a great player. Won two comps at the Roosters, Jace. Yeah, 74, 75. And with Arthur and Ronnie Coote and Jack Gibson. Jeez, and Joe. what a team. Now, you were born in 72, and, re- and he retired in 1978. Do you recall yep. going to footy games as a, as a kid? Oh, not too much. I remember just running around a few hills. Here and there, but um, yeah, not too much, mate. I, I was more back, you know, playing around. <laughs> now, um, there, did you always have a connection as an adult, adult with some of his former players, like Arthur and Mark Harris and Ronnie Coote and, and Jack Gibson later on when you were an adult? Yeah, I did. Uh, I got suspended <laughs> when I was playing Jersey Flag at Raiders. So on the judiciary is Ronnie Coote, a couple <laughs> of dad's old teammates. So, um, I was going up the elevator and they said, you'll be right, Mullows. So I said, oh, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Now, Badge, one of our colleagues, of course, uh, he was a great fullback at the Raiders. And when you yeah. were a young fella coming through, you know, different styles of player, both you and Badge, but did you get to spend much time or did you observe him much knowing that you were going to take that number one jersey when he retired? Well, I didn't know. Um, it's only when Badge hurt his knee and we're playing. I think Great Britain were touring in 92, I yes, think it was, and it was. we were playing them on Saturday night. And um, and I was, my first game ever at, at fullback was the next day against Parramatta. Um, I went out that Saturday night and had a shocker, and Shanzi basically said to me, mate, I don't think I'll play your fullback tomorrow because that's the first time I've ever played it. I kind of, you know, enjoyed what I was what I was doing out there and just asked him to give me another crack. He told me to go have a chat with Badge, and then um, the next day I got man of the match, scored a length field try, and... Um, <laughs> I think Shanzi said to Badge, well, you can retire now, mate. We've got your replacement. <laughs> yeah. uh, good. Now, talking on Timmy Shanzi, like one of the great coaches, one of the great minds of the game. I've got a lot of time for Shanzi. Did Because you were that sort of enigmatic player that just basically loved the free, free-flowing free style, did he just let you play and not overcomplicate things too much? Pretty much. Um, he like did give me you know, little areas to run to and we, what we thought there might be a weakness. But um, other than that, I was just get the ball and, and go for it. So um, I had pretty open open uh, field to play in and, um, you know, it kind of let me run free a bit, which is good. How simple is that game plan? Like nowadays, it, it, it feels like we overthink the game too much, don't we, Mullows? Oh, I think so, yeah. Um, a bit regimented now, but um, I did enjoy that style. Um, I played what was in front of me. Basically, so um, we had our little set plays off, off um, you know, off scrums and and whatnot, and taps and all that. But um, other than that, I kind of just, you know, followed the forwards around, and, and it, there was an offload there to be to be given. I'll, I was hopefully in position, and they could pop the ball to me. And now, um, one of the greatest players, I he's my 
favourite player growing up as a kid. I still get intimidated by him when I when I see him in person, his big mouth. And, you know, that grand final try in 94, his last NRL game, uh, of course. What was he like as a captain? Was he, was he intimidating? No, he wasn't at all. He was uh, very encouraging, actually. Um, I, I love playing off mouth. Um, it was pretty easy when he was drawing three or four players, mate. All mouth said to me, was Mullo, make sure you catch him. I said, no worries, mate, I'll do my best. He didn't want to let him down. Now, that 1994 Premiers, I think still today, one of the most entertaining teams I've ever watched. And you beat the Dogs pretty convincingly in that grand final. Now, Paul Osborne goes in for John Lomax, lays on the first two tries in the first 20 minutes. Now, I heard a story. It was looked like Arthur Beats in the way he's playing. I heard a story that Mel said to uh, Sean McRae, the trainer, he said, or Brian Hyder, he said, get him off the field now because he thinks he's Arthur. <laughs> That's pretty much true, mate. Yeah, he's got to throw to no one. So he got, he got, you know, ripped straight off the field straight after that. But he done his job for us that day, didn't he? He did, yeah. Now, 1993, Mullows, uh, Ricky Shaw breaks his ankle. All roads are heading towards. Finally, we're going to see the Raiders play the Broncos in the grand final against Parramatta. You're beating them by 60, and and Ricky breaks his ankle, and you go, you bow out in straight sets in the finals. If that day ended up occurring, which the Broncos and the Raiders of 93, 94. Do the Raiders get the Broncos who were back-to-back champions that year? I think so. Um, as you said, when Ricky broke his ankle, you know, they just ripped the heart out of our team, basically. So, um, and we just couldn't recover from that. I think we went out in straight sets, basically, after that. Um, it was a massive disappointment, too. But um, I think, you know... Now, being confident as I was, I thought we would have, uh, yeah, been the premiers that year as well. Yeah. Now, Kenny Nagus, the Kyogre Fly. Did you guys ever have a foot race, an official foot race? Yeah. Well, I've always told everyone Kenny's the fastest bloke I've ever seen. He, he only ran as fast as the bloke chasing him, so <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> he didn't want to exert too much energy. But, uh, yeah, he just glided along the paddock, didn't he? Now, there's an SMS here from uh, one of our listeners. Uh, his name goes by the name of Badge Belcher from Kingscliff, and he says, ask Mallow's... What's your favourite Jason Toots, uh, Toots Croker story? Oh, look, I'd get in too much trouble if I told them, mate. <laughs> well, me, me and Toots, we always got up to mischief, don't worry about that. We always had a good time after a game, put it that way. Was he your go-to man? When you just want to let your hair down and relax, was Toots always your go-to man? Well, I, well there's a few others, but they, they weren't as, as loud as me and Toots were. But um, as I said, look, if I would have a drink, he was the first person I called. I, know, I always knew the answer was going to be yes. So. <laughs> your chance uh, uh, chance to write a reply here. What's your favourite Badge Belcher story? Is it true? Is he as tight as he, as he is nowadays? Well, back in the day, that was the um, that's what the fullbacks were with him and Gary Jack. They were all tight asses, weren't they? <laughs> yes. So I think um, I, I, tried to, I tried to break that mould. Oh, now, Jason Hetherington, who also you won a comp with in 94. Now, you married sisters, didn't you? With, no, with Brett Hetherington. Oh, sorry, Brett Hetherington. Yeah, you, uh, you married sisters, didn't you? We we did, mate. I'm still married to his, but he's, he's since uh, departed from mine. Okay, so at the time, did they keep you apart, the sisters? No, no, <laughs> no, um, no. We tended to party a fair bit together. <laughs> Now, now, Mullows, after the Raiders, uh, you, you go over to the UK in 2000 and uh, for the 2001 yep. season. Now, was it when you came back to play for the Roosters in 2002, was it more about Ricky Stewart, your premiership teammate, sending an SOS out to you, or was it playing for your dad's former club, or was it both? 
Um, well, it kind of happened. I went over there on a two-year deal. I went over injured, and I basically got injured the whole year and had a frust- frustrating time on the field. Um, so I kind of spoke to Gary Hetherington, the CEO at the time, and, I, and said I'd basically had enough, and he agreed. So um, I basically jumped over there, and then Ricky got the job with the Roosters and just gave me a call out of the blue and asked me if I'd be interested. And I, I said no to him to start with, and he said, if you, is it because of the injuries? I went, yep. He said, if you weren't injured, would you like to go again? I said, for sure. He said, so come, he said, come back then and uh, we'll put you through lots of physio and training and whatnot. There we go. And the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a great return, Mullows. And you're only 30 years of age in 2000 and, and 2002. And yeah. and you pretty much played, you know, 90% of the season. And you retired after that year. Was it just because of the, the ongoing injuries? Why? Because 30 is still relatively young. Yeah. Well, the... Um... Something about the salary cap back in that, those days, I was rated as a certain amount on the salary cap. The Roosters couldn't fit me under at that stage. So um, that kind of, you know, finished it for me. Uh, Tim Sheens did bring me up and ask me if I wanted to go to the West Tigers, but um, we had a business up here in Belmont, so I just kind of called it quits. And in hindsight, it was probably the best move I made. I came out to play a couple of games of touches here and snapped both hamstrings and done a few other injuries. So, I think body was telling me that enough's enough. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest fella either, mate. So, didn't take much to hurt the little bones and coming out. So, yeah. Now, now Jack Hetherington obviously plays for uh, yep. for Newcastle. Brett Hetherington's son. Do you, yep. you have still have a fair bit to do with him, and you enjoy watching him play. Yeah, for sure. That's my sister, elder sister's boy. So, um, I, we keep in contact a fair, a fair bit with Jack. He only lives down the road from me. So, um. We do see a fair bit of each other, which is good. Yeah, he's got a little bit of madness in him too, like his dad, hasn't he? So, uh, yeah, it's in his breed, mate. I think. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mullows, before we let you go, thanks very much. Yep. I know you're you're about to go to a function, but 135 tries in NRL Origin and Test matches. Is there a yep. favourite that stands out? There is a couple. Obviously, the one you played at the, at the start, um, the chip and chase. Yep. Um, but- the first couple of tries of my, of my career, the first one was against the Gold Coast and then another one was against St. George. They weren't, you know, you know, anything special, but they're, they're ones you kind of keep in the memory bank. Um, and there's a few, some of the Australian tries as well. So I've got a, I've got a few that keep popping up in my head. Um, it was a long time ago, so it's hard to kind of remember, you know, yeah. most of the tries. But, um, yeah, so, so there's a few. There's one against Canterbury where I really put a bomb up and I had to dive and uh, catch it in, in, in the air and um, over the line. So that's that was a try kind of in mind. And a few, a few against Newcastle. Yeah, put against- that's the one I was going to think about. The one at Newcastle at Marathon Stadium that night where you was probably from about 95 out and you went up that, that Western touch line. That's one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I actually caught that on the try line. Rab said I was 90 metres, but I both of us were metres, so... <laughs> Uh, five metres is a long way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Brett Mullins, loved watching you play and uh, great to hear from you post-career as well and I uh, hope you're enjoying life up in the Macquarie region. We've got a lot of listeners that are from the Newcastle and the Hunter as well. would love to, to hear from you. So, Brett Mullins, thanks for taking time out to catch up uh, with us on Sports Day, mate. Thanks very much, mate. Appreciate it. Have a good one.